sounds on the beat. Sounds on the beat. I just hopped up out the train, about to do another show. Cashing my checks in, then I do the woo. Either I'm fast or the city really slow. Cause I'm passing them like, bro, let's go. Oh, they mad, huh? Oh, they mad, huh? The gag is, I'ma shade anyway. But the gag is, I'ma show out all day. And the gag is, they gon' tune in anyway. <laughs> These bitches could never. Uh, let's go. One day that will be a live audience with people who are standing on their feet, screaming my name. And I hope that all of you are there because you guys have been here from day one. I appreciate your support. Listen, I know I said I'm not going to do a full show with sunglasses, but this guy let me borrow these glasses for Cardi's birthday party last night. And he's trying to take them back for me tonight. So I'm wearing them. I'm wearing it out. Okay. I'm wearing them out. This is how I sit around my house now, you guys. I got a little money. I get full jewelry. Got the Versace robe. My staff don't even know who I am anymore. They come to the production studio and close the door. They're like, we're not dealing with that. It's a whole mess downstairs. All right, listen. Um, I'm over here streaming on Bego. So if you're on Bego, come over here to YouTube because it's a whole set that you don't get to see behind me. And, uh, well, you can see the set behind me. It's green. But if you actually go on the show, uh, there's like, there's like fucking couches and in, in plants. I said I wasn't going to cuss. I need to have a swear jar. I was going to get you one, but I don't huh? I was, I was getting one, but I forgot. A swear jar? Yeah. Yes, let's get a swear jar, and we're going to put $5 in the swear jar every time I cuss. And then, I don't know, maybe I'll use it to, like, gift the staff in here or something. I don't know. I'll figure it out. It's a little incentive, whatever. Hey, okay, look, this is uh, Gagging with Jason Lee. I'm your host, Jason Lee. We have an exciting show full of gags, and then I'm going to give you a chance to come and gag with me later. Let me give you the number right now so you can put it in your Boost mobile phone, okay, or your Obama phone, whatever type of communication device you have. It's 1402-GAGGING, okay? And then also, here's the link if you want to come on with me later. Fill up the queue right now because we only have so many slots, and I actually want to start seeing more of my guests. We have thousands. There'll be 3,000, some 4,000 people in here sometimes. 
and we only get like 20 or 30 or 40 of the same people, which I love those people too. You know, those are the regulars, but I want to meet more of my supporters. Okay. I want to meet more of my supporters. And I'm also looking at Patreon because T.S. Madison was telling me about Patreon a long time ago, but I never even built a Patreon because to build out my Patreon, I would have a whole ass. Uh, what's that noise? Is that yours muted? Hold on, y'all. Turn the phone off or something. Johnny, turn your... All participants are muted. This was on the main line. He was going to tell me what he wanted, but I had to cut that phone out. How that happened? Anyway, like I said, um, I, I, when T.S. Madison was telling me about Patreon, I was saying, you know, for me to build out a whole Patreon experience, I would have to really build something that I want thousands of people to come to because I don't want to build somewhere 100 people come and we sitting in the room looking like an AA support group. That's just not what I want to do. I appreciate the ideas, but that's not what we're doing. All right, well, listen, you guys, uh, before we get started, let me just tell you, I am full of energy today. I slept all Almost all day. I was downstairs with a weighted blanket on, uh, with the robe on and the glasses. No, I didn't have the glasses on. But I, I laid down there because last night was a party and I got and we're gonna talk about it because you know I was here last year. I talked about Cardi's birthday party, it got me in a lot of trouble. <laughs> well, this year, um, uh, it's a little different, okay? All right, but look, let me put the disclaimer up real quick. Here it is. All right, first it says that I'm gonna be using language that uh, you guys should be aware of. Now, look, I'm doing better to not cuss anymore because I am trying to get to the next level. You are not going to get an Emmy cussing people down all day long. However, I'm also going to be using stuff that uh, the internet says I have the right to use. So if you get mad, it is what it is. And the views expressed on this show, uh, although they come from me and the guests, they don't got nothing to do with me. Um, Take it up with your mama. All right. On the Breakfast Club, I said I'm gonna do more, less tea, more cappuccino. Everybody's like, "Oh my God, we want messy Jace." I'm still gonna talk my stuff. I'm just going to deliver it in a way where people can hear me, and I'm gonna have more compassion because underneath this rough exterior of a man lies a heart. All right, listen. Last night I went to my friend Cardi B's birthday party. She turned 29 years old. And she looked better than ever. Where's Cardi B's picture? We don't have a picture of her? What? Oh. <laughs> Y'all know I forget this. They waiting for my cues. It's like, the cue is right here. It's the tea with Jason Lee. Shit. It's in the, it's there. All I got to do is read it. All right. Last night I went to my friend Cardi B's 29th birthday party. This is Cardi. I, yes, I party with Cardi. We had a phenomenal time. Phenomenal time. Okay. We went there last night. I invited lots of friends. Lots of people came out. She had this dance hall themed birthday party here in LA. Now, let me tell you about dance hall. Let me tell you about party theme parties in LA. I told Cardi when she said she wanted to do her party. 
in L.A. Because she said, should I do it in L.A. or Atlanta? I said, you should do it in L.A. She said, what about on a Monday? I said, L.A. comes out on a Monday. She said, what about a theme? I said, we don't do themes. I said, black people go to pool parties and we circle the pool. But we do not get in the pool. We will wear our best outfit. We will come with a bottle of Ciroc and gifts. But we will not put a toe in the water. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because of the boat trip they gave us years ago where we never got back to home. You know what I mean? We don't trust the water. If it's sharks, is it is it our hair? What is it? Black people, we will we will not get in a pool. We will not get in a lake. Why won't we get in a lake? Because every white woman we saw get in a canoe, spun around and then got sucked down by the damn thing and just taken away. Damn, Naya Rivera died like that, huh? Mm-hmm. No, that wasn't a joke. Don't even, I'm not even smiling. I'm just saying that's how white women be dying like that. And then you you can't go swimming in the creek because the undercurrent sucks you down there and then you, you get found at the bottom of the creek. Either way, water is not meant for black people. Sharks, white people be out there just boogie, boogie, uh, boogie boarding it, paddling and shit, and then whales are swimming under them. And they're like, hey, dude, did you see the whale? No, because we don't go out to where whales be. Whales, crocodiles. Can you imagine you swimming in the water and a crocodile is coming towards you? You might as well just stop and just wait for him to chew your ass up. I'm black. Y'all, even though y'all say I'm Mexican. (laughs) Y'all are so disrespectful with my culture. I can't even be proud black no more because the minute I say I'm proud to be black. No, you're not Mexican. We saw your tweets. You know, you guys don't let me be great, but it's okay. I still love you. Listen, last night, though, she decided to do a dance hall theme party, even though she thought she was going to do it. She was going to originally do a Paris Fashion Week theme party. I was like, girl, they not they ain't no fashions in L.A. They they going to come up there with some chucks on and a Crenshaw sweater. And that's about the best you're going to get. You might get a blue rag. Oh, shout out to the Crips. I saw OT Genesis last <laughs> night. I forgot. <laughs> shout out to the Crips. Listen, OT Genesis is a friend of mine. I said, OT, I said, OT. Can I can I say cuz? Like, what's up, cuz, if I'm not a crip? And he told me yes. So, so even though my family are bloods and I come from a bloodline of bloods, when you see me OT now from now on from across the room, as loud as I can, I'm gonna be like, what's up, cuz? Now, if it's bloods there, if 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 whack 100 and them is there, <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. I'm just gonna be like, what's up, man? How are you? Because I call the police. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, y'all know I'm not really with that. But he did say that I, I I could be an honorary crip by just saying like what's up, cuz. So, uh, but OT is always so cool. He's a nice, nice, nice person. I, I I really fuck with him. But look, there was a lot going on last night, um, and there were a lot of people there. Do we have photos and videos and stuff? Okay, well look, I'm gonna just go through the names of people who are there. So I came. Oh, I'll get to that. Okay, listen, there were a lot of celebrities there. You know, I'm infatuated with celebrity culture, but let me tell you. Friends of mine, I came with Tiffany Haddish and then Sergi Baca met us there. But then also Sky from Black Ink, a friend of mine, we, we, we've been texting and calling each other all week about this party. And then Winnie Harlow, who I still don't know if she likes me or not. I think she's still mad about, you know, something I said. But nonetheless, you know, I remember you remember I gave her the $3,000 bottle of champagne that she didn't thank me for. So she should have got over it. She was there. But there were a lot of celebrities there. A lot. Like, Cardi didn't know everybody that was going to come out because her team was keeping it away from her. And she was calling me every day saying, oh, my God, I hope I don't think anybody's going to show up. I was like, are you crazy? 
You're having a party. Are you crazy? Everybody's going to show up. Everybody was there. Okay. So before I show you about what happened at the party, let me tell you about the night before. Because I've been texting with Diplo. Now, y'all know I don't mess around with the white meat. But <laughs> Diplo is something sexy about Diplo. And I ain't going to lie. He became my 139th follower, meaning I follow him now on my Instagram. And he follows me. He was already following me. I don't know. But we've been texting each other about linking up. And I've never seen him DJ before. But I, he's to, he texts me, says, hey, I'm DJing in your neighborhood at the gay club. I said, hold on a minute. How you know my neighborhood is the gay club? <laughs> that's assuming much. But it is, though. But that's not the point. He said, I'm hosting at the gay club in your neighborhood. Um, if you want to come by, let me know. I'm like, hell yeah, I want to come by. So, you know, I call up two of my friends and we go. So this was the pre-party to the Cardi B party. Let me show you a clip. Now, let me, before I show you the clip, let me tell you what I told the guys who went with me. <laughs> I said, we're going to sip a little bit tonight. We're going to have a good time tonight. Let's be very mindful of how we interact with one another in public because somebody's always filming. You got to be aware of things. You know, I told y'all after Paris that I, I had such a traumatic experience out there that I now have to start seeing myself the way that people see me. Now, some people discredit me and say, oh, you ain't nobody. You're not famous. Yourself. Okay, whatever. Y'all know that's not true. So I said, be very mindful. Now, let me show you a video that was taken of me at the party that I didn't even know was being, a video that was being taken of me at the party that I didn't even know. But I posted it and Diplo posted it. And this was my pre-Cardi party video with Diplo. Could you imagine if the video caught me twerking on the low? Because y'all know I'm a top and I don't twerk. But could you imagine if I did all this top talk and then I'm behind Diplo backing that ass up? And then the fans are like, oh, he's tooting it. You know what I mean? He's tooting it for Diplo, for the white man. He tooted it for the white man. You know what I mean? Y'all would not, they would, they, Black Twitter would drag me for filth, baby. If they saw me twerking for Diplo, they'd be like, hey, that, that girl, that girl, she went out to the club. She had too much 1942. She got behind that white man and she tooted that thing up for him. Y'all would have let me have it to the end of the days. And nonetheless, I would have deserved every dragging of it because if I see my ass twerking, first of all, I don't want to see a nigga. <laughs> I get too comfortable with this show, right? Didn't I just say I want to go say the N-word? That's $5 right there. All right. <laughs> so um, I'm not going to be able to do this. <laughs> I get too comfortable. These are my people, the gag nation. These are my people. All right, look, so uh, anyway, I love Diplo. He's the nicest guy. He was going through some stuff, which um, I'm going to wait to hopefully interview him and talk to him about it. And and I just I just like him. He's cool. And I like the fact that he 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 parties in the gay community. I mean, he played he, he's I now I see why he's Diplo. I see why he's successful at the level he's in because he's a dynamic DJ. Anyway, I posted that reposted that video saying that. Uh, that was my pre-party turnip. That that was the mood I was going to give you when I got to Cardi's party. And then I got to Cardi's party. Now, I ran into so many people. I have to tell you guys a secret. Hold on. I have to tell you guys a secret. I don't post on the Hollywood Unlocked Instagram page. 
Kelvin does. <laughs> Keisha does. Okay? Alyssa, those people are shady. I'm an innocent bystander that continues to get, hold on. Everywhere I go. Everywhere I go because of the work they do. They do a phenomenal job, by the way. But I don't post on the Hollywood Unlock Instagram. Alexis does all the messy videos. All I do is run the company. Okay. I'm the vision, I'm the Michelangelo of the internet. Okay. I paint the picture, but they bring all the brushes in the paint. Okay. All I do is just, you know what I mean? But nonetheless, I went there yesterday with Tiffany Haddish and three security. <laughs> Did I have security? Huh? They wouldn't let you near me? The security secured you for me? You guys did your job. Wait, did they really not let you guys with me? I was talking about this. Really? Who are you? No, they didn't. Okay, well, I did tell them I didn't want to. I, I told them I just keep my keep me safe. Don't let nobody put sucker punch because you know this face is this face is chiseled now and cute and it bruises easily. Okay, I can't even get a haircut without a bruise now. You know what I mean? Had a little cut right here. Had a bruise. They tell me, "Did my shooting hair one in my head?" No, idiot. It's a it's a bruise from the barber. Every time I have a little bruise, it's heroin. I don't know where y'all get this from. Y'all pick the dirtiest drugs of all. Why well, can't be shooting up? What else do you shoot up? I don't want to shoot up nothing. I'm afraid of needles. Are you crazy? But either way, um, I, I was there in the party and I ran into a bunch of people. First, let me start by telling you some people I ran to that was, you know, was normal. I ran into Megan from Bad Girls Club. I ran into Mariah Lynn from Love & Hip Hop. I ran into Wale and Quavo. Um, I ran into Drake's dad. Did you see him there? Um, I ran into uh, Osiris. Now, Osiris was in the Walgreens the day that I ran into Rihanna and Rocky. So we had a whole laughter about that because it was the most awkward thing ever. You're never going to have a story that you ran into Rihanna and ASAP Rocky and Isle 5 playing with Nerf, Nerf weapons or whatever. Okay. So we had a moment about that. I ran into Polo the Don. I haven't seen Polo the Don since he moved to Atlanta. And he had gained a lot of weight and got really fat, but he looks really good now. He looks really healthy. He back on his sexy guy. Trey Songs was there. Oh, and his brother. Oh, my God. His brother was there. And I forget how many times we talk about his penis here on the show. I, oh, my God. I forgot. I had a whole conversation with him. See, the liquor made me forget all the things that I say. Oh, my God. He was so nice to me, but he was very much like, stay over there. How you doing? Shout out to Trey. I told Trey that he's the reason why I caught COVID. He basically said, you're filthy in these streets. You you definitely caught it on your own. Um, Karuchi was there. She looked beautiful. Talking about, she, Karuchi said, hey, call me. Let's go to lunch. I said, girl, I ain't got your number. <laughs> she may call you. What am I call you on? I think she follows me on Instagram. Maybe I'll DM her or something. But she looked amazing. Like I said, I went there with Tiffany and Sergi Bach. We had a great time. But look, look, look. I'm walking through the party. Being escorted, you know, by my skin. Oh, shit. Tayana, Ta oh, I got the picture. Okay, hold on. It was a lot of people. I'm sorry. Right, hold on. This, I'm not even on the stage yet. Y'all know I work my way on the stage because ain't no way in hell I'm going to be in the party and I ain't on stage. I was looking at the stage and I was looking at me, looking at them, looking at me. And I was like, hold on. I'm about to come up there too. Because, you know, I think I'm a superstar when I have the liquor in me. All right. So, look, I went, I'm, I'm walking through the party and then I bump into LMA. Y'all not excited? We have a photo of LMA, but not with me. Well, well hold on. Okay, we'll show LMA. Let's see the video of LMA. Do we know where it is?
LMA is everything. I told her I love her. She told me she. I said, "Do you know who I am?" She was like, oh, "Duh, of course I know who you are." I said, "Well, I just want you to know I'm a big fan of yours. I live for you." I told her that I really loved her on the Savage Fenty Two show when she came out with that all black number. And she and I told her, I said, "What I love about you is you are talent without gimmicks. You don't need drama and hype. You are just a voice. You don't need a bunch of makeup." She's a beautiful girl. She's from London. We vibe. And she introduced me to her sister. And you know. You know how usually when you're you're you have siblings, like one of y'all gotta be ugly. Cause I got them. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying that my siblings are ugly. I'm just saying like we all look at each other at Christmas and we all know like God spent more time on some of us than others. You know what I mean? Um, and that's why we don't get together anymore. But her sister is equally beautiful. I was like, yo, y'all are both baddies or whatever. So I gave her my number. She hasn't called, um, but she does have the number. <laughs> all right. Are we talking about Tiger today? Oh my God, there's so much to unpack. Black China called me today. Tiger called me today. Tiger got a new number because the other the girlfriend must have had the other one, and he just, you know. Anyway, so look, I'll talk about that on the podcast. Now, LMA, Osiris, Tana Taylor was there. Do we have a picture of Tana Taylor? So here's a picture of me and Tana Taylor. Now, look, by this point, can you tell that I've had a lot of liquor? Because that's the rock watermelon had moved all through my bloodstream at this point. Okay. It was a lot. It was a lot, you know, and I ran into Moniz. Now I have to say, I ran into Moniz and you guys are on my Instagram acting very disrespectful as a homosexual. I'm offended that I did one dance for like five seconds. It was good though. It was a good five seconds. And y'all now are saying that you, you want to give me the kitty cat. Just because I dance on somebody at a dance hall party, that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm moving through the hall and I dance. Now I want to get the kitty cat. Now I want to give up the hog mugs. Now I want to get out here and 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 break bust y'all women down. Y'all little horny vaginal creatures all in my DMs. So I'm gonna come and get this daddy. No, daddy don't want you to be in the DMs. Okay, I saw Moniz. It was a moment. We, the vibe was there. She had her dress on that she had never worn before. Because, you know, Alexis Shady Ass was trying to wake it up, talking about she wore the same dress to my birthday party. Do we have the picture for my party? Okay. First, let me show you the video from last night. Take a look. Okay. So this is us dancing, you know, and, you know, I had to get the rhythm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, it's, it, you know, I, listen, listen, listen. No, I'm going to play it again. Let's keep the thing going. Look, I caught a moment. We had a party. We did not spill our drinks. We did not lose not one piece of hair. No. Okay. And so, yes, we had a good time. But me dancing with Moniz does not mean that I want to go and get her pregnant. They talk about, oh, we know she left pregnant. No, she did not. She left the way she came. <laughs> and so did I. With some niggas. <laughs> All right, look, but let me show you the picture for my birthday party because Alexis tried to wake it up and it, it wasn't this. Do we have it? Oh, we don't have it. Well, anyway, she had a different silver dress on, but it wasn't that. You could wear two silver dresses and not be the same thing. And why is it y'all women always the ones trying to point out the flaws in other women? That's the problem that I got. Instead of Alexis saying, oh, she was, she did that. Hair was cute. Earrings was cute. You know, she, you know, she had a beautiful smile. Makeup was done. She was like, didn't she wear that to your birthday party? 
Y'all mad at me. Y'all are mad at the wrong people. You need to go to find my staff on their Instagrams and just troll them. Leave me alone. I am so in the Zen place. After after Paris, I will never be the same again. You will never get that man back. I am in a good place. And I'm going to tell you why I'm in a good place. I'm going to show you right now. I ran into, <clears throat> so I go to Tiffany. I said, Tiffany, let's go get on stage with the other rock stars. I want to go say hi to Cardi and Offset, whatever. So we walk to the stage. Security lets us up. I get up there. I'm walking over to say something to Cardi. And then, boom, I run into Megan the Stallion. This is a photo of Meg. I run into Megan the Stallion. Damn, she looks pretty there. Was that last night? Okay. The funniest part of running into Megan the Stallion was looking past her and seeing Cardi's very nervous face watching <laughs> us talk. Because Cardi loves Meg and Cardi loves me. And I love Cardi and I do love Meg. Okay. But old Jason, the one with all the messy tea, he was very mean to Meg because Meg let him down. Now, let me recap for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about. I met Megan the Stallion at the VMAs. And when I met her, she was very nervous because she didn't know whether I liked her or not because she had just done the song with Nicki Minaj and she knew my relationship with Cardi. But I assured her right then and there that I am a fan of hers. I support her. I think she's beautiful. I think she's talented. And she, um, and 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 then and then I put her on the phone with Cardi and they talked and then later on they met up and then they did WAP and, you know, history is whatever. Um, but then I thought because we were texting that she was going to be supportive and come on my show. And when she dropped her album, she did not come on my show. And what I did was I took it personal and I lost objectivity with Megan. And I said a lot of nasty things about Megan. And although my criticisms of Megan and how she's moved at times still stands, how I delivered it was probably a lot more personal than it needed to be, and oftentimes mean-spirited. Now, I've only apologized twice. I've apologized to Ariana Grande, and we ain't going to talk about that. We're going to just keep on going. And I apologize to Winnie Harlow for the Roland Ray Burnmark skin-associated comments because it was offensive. And I and I like Winnie and I, I have a relationship with Winnie. But now I have to I have to own my shit with Meg. I do want to say I had a very long conversation with her last night. And she was extremely nice and sweet. She was nicer to me than I would have been to me had I been her. Sorry. Megan was very nice to me last night, very understanding. She was very um sorry, everybody's calling me. She was very understanding that um, what had happened was what it was. And we both talked about how we could move past it, move forward, come out of what happened. What I learned was I can always talk my shit. I can be critical of her not coming on Hollywood Unlocked and doing Marie Claire. I can be critical of Black celebrities not supporting Black media. And I could be... Um, annoyed yet still objective and fair and be very clear about um how i feel without being mean 
And with Meg, I think that I was mean and unfair. And some of the stuff I said was unnecessary. So my third and hopefully last apology is going to go to Megan the Stallion. And I just have to say to you, Megan, I really do appreciate how you handled the situation last night. Neither one of us planned to run into each other. I didn't know you were coming. In fact, I thought you weren't coming, but it was good that it happened organically. And I know that we're going to talk. And I do want to say that I hope the door is back open and um, and that we can uh, reestablish a connection because I do want to support you. And I do believe that you are doing an amazing job. And the fact that you are um, continuing to elevate is because you're blessed and you're doing the work and you deserve to be credited for that. So that's me to Megan The Stallion and all her fans saying, I'm sorry. Good? We good? Okay, cool. All right. Um, and she looked great, by the way. And uh, and 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 she was with Kellan Derek, her hairstylist. I didn't even know it was Kellan because I had had so much Ciroc at the time. And I was commenting how beautiful his beard was and this and that. And I was low-key kind of flirting with him. But even though Kellan, we're never going to, it's never that. Because he also does Nicki Minaj's hair and I can't trust him that, that far. I mean, I like Kellan, but, you know, Kellan, you know, we cool, but, you know, it's separate. Um but he looked so good last night. Kellan looked so good, and he had her back in. It was just a good moment. It was good, good energy. All right, and then I, I was, then I was walking back in the back again, and I ran into Lotto. Do we have a video of Lotto? The video. Let me see Lotto. This is Lotto. Okay, she looked great. Lotto looked really good. Um, okay, so listen, I ran into Lotto. Now Lotto, she was mad at me from the other day. Because my staff had posted something to her performance and people online just didn't like it. And I had to tell her, I saw her comment, even though we didn't repost it. And I said to her, look, I support your movement. You're not going to have a perfect career. People are not going to like everything that you do. And we are not a publicity firm. We are going to post the critical stuff as well as the good. But I've, I've, I mess with Lotto's movement and I want to support Lotto. And we had a really good conversation. and. Um, Wait, was it Lotto's sister who was pretty or LMA? Was it Lotto's sister? Okay, it wasn't LMA's. It was Lotto's sister. I didn't meet uh, LMA's sister. All right. But anyway, Lotto and I talked and everything is good and she understands. So uh, she looked really good last night. And it was good to see her. Um, but like I said, I went out with Tiffany Haddish. And you know, they have those little things where you get on the uh, you get on the podium and then they do the 360 camera. Take a look at our 360 camera. This is us. We had just walked in the party. We walked right up there. And did our little due deals, as they say on Bigo. And um, she had her basketball purse. And she had her her um, car, her camo pants. And, you know, I had my Amiri two-piece on with my Amiri shoes. I don't even know where those shoes are this morning. Those shoes are so dirty. Those and the Dolce Cheetah print shoes. I don't know where they are. They are somewhere flunk. They all over the house. And, of course, there were a lot of other people in the building. Normani was there twerking for her dear life. Take a look. The crazy part is I saw that but didn't even know that was Normani because there's just so much, there was so much going on, okay? Now, Offset surprised his wife. Now, I thought he was giving her a car because that's what he told me he was giving her. But instead of buying her a car, he bought her a whole ass house in the Dominican Republic. Look. 
going. I'll be staying there because I haven't been to the DR in a long time. Anyway, the party was great. Um, Snoop Dogg was there. Um, Taraji P. Henson was there. I didn't see her. Lizzo was there with her breasts and everything out. Lizzo came. Everything was hanging out, Lizzo. You keep doing you, rocking that thing. All right, but look, it was a lot of good people there. The party was so good. Cardi did a great job for hosting a themed party in Los Angeles. Shout out to Armand Wiggins, who was there. And Roland Ray pulled up late, and they didn't let him roll in. And then Bobby Lights was there, and Cardi posted a video of him trying to tongue me down as if that was ever acceptable. We did that for a while now. Bobby Lights, your tongue will never be. Oh, my God. I forgot who else came to the party last night. Oh, guess who else came with me last night? Did you see him? Yeah. Did you hear about it? Little Nas X's ex-boyfriend, Yai. I went outside and I got him and his five friends in and I brought them to our section and we had a great time. He is so freaking hot. He is so gorgeous. He's such a sweet guy. He's a nice guy. Anyway, shout out to Yai and all his friends who were there celebrating his friend's birthday. We had a great time. The party was lit. I wish all of you could have been there. I didn't go live because last year when I uh, reported live from Cardi's party, it it caused a hip-hop meltdown. Okay? Just know that. All right. Look. Bye, Cardi. Thanks for the party. All right. This girl is in the news. Now, Kim Kardashian hosted Saturday Night Live, and it's had the whole internet talking. I ain't gonna lie. When I heard she was hosting Saturday Night Live, I was like, why? You know, unless she, what is it that she's gonna do that we're gonna like? No, it's Kim Kardashian. She's a lawyer. All right. Uh, she's a mother. She's a model. She's a makeup girl. Skims. <laughs> but but Saturday Night Live comedian, I don't know. Now, you know, she used to date Nick Cannon. He does Wild and Out, so maybe they had comedic times. Because Nick keeps talking about it on his show, right? Boy, they are dragging Nick for that. Let Nick talk about who he used to sleep with. Is that a bad thing, ladies, for a man to keep talking about y'all years after y'all messed around? If it was good, wouldn't, I mean, listen, I want you to talk about me. If I, if you saw that hip, put that put that video with me and Moniz back. You see this hip action right here? Baby, let me tell you something. If you get that thing right there and I hit it like that, you're going to talk about me for a few years. Y'all saw what I did. I don't know why the hell you uh, is that third thrust. It was that third thrust that almost got her pregnant. All right. So look, Kim Kardashian hosted Saturday Night Live. Okay. And she said, my name is Kim Kardashian West. So she still can't let go of this black man. This is my thing, ladies. First, you say you can't keep a man. Then when the man leave you or you leave him, you don't want to give him his name back. Now it worked for Tina because she got beat and he beat her to the point where he beat that name in her. So she should take the name Turner. Who else took the name? What? <laughs> now I'm saying he he she earned that. Once you get knocked upside the head, you like nah, nah I own this, this, that. I want the name. But anyway, she was a host, and it was actually good. I saw her video, and a lot of people said that um, you know, she wasn't gonna do well, but the but the but the numbers did. They spoke otherwise. She did great. She killed it. Okay, now. When she opened the show, it was her opening monologue that the writers wrote for her because, you know, damn well, she didn't write that. They wrote the hell out of those jokes. And I know damn well she did not get them approved by Kris Jenner. There is no way Kris Jenner said, this is fine, honey. No. By the way, I like Kris Jenner, but she texted me something really nasty a couple weeks ago. Did I tell you all in the studio about it? 
Oh, I don't even tell y'all everything no more, huh? <laughs> Cappuccino. Let's see. I'm trying to work it out with you, Chris, but you know what I said. You know, we know what we talked about. You know what I mean? I think they now know that. All right, well, look. So during the opener of the show, Kim Kardashian West discussed her soon-to-be ex-husband, Kanye. Now, this is what she said about Ye-Ye. Go ahead. Best rapper of all time. Not only that, he's the richest black man in America. A talented, legit genius who gave me four incredible kids. So when I divorced him, you have to know it came down to just one thing. His personality. <laughs> Remember I asked if Nick Cannon could talk about her? Well, well if she could talk about Kanye. Because X means X out. Don't talk about it, right? But now there's a time limit on when you could talk about it? I don't know. But she talked about a lot of people who aren't in her life anymore. One of them being, um, well, she talked about Caitlyn. We'll get to that in a minute. But look, this is what she said about her mother's now boyfriend, Corey. Take a look. I'm excited to be here tonight to show you guys that I'm so much more than just a pretty face. Uh, and good hair. And great makeup, and amazing boobs, and a perfect butt. Basically, I'm just so much more than that reference photo my sister showed their plastic surgeons. <laughs> but the one thing I'm really proud of is that no one could ever call me a gold digger. Honestly, I'm not even sure how you become one. So I asked my mom's boyfriend, Corey. That was shady as hell. That was shady... That's like saying, um, I don't know her. Like, I don't know how he did that. Uh, but now what people are talking about the most online was what she said about uh, her dad and OJ Simpson and the trial about Nicole Brown Simpson. Now, she also took a jab at uh, Caitlyn Jenner and Kanye when they thought that she'd be running for office saying that she doesn't want three failed politicians in the family. But this is the joke that didn't land well. Look. My father's footsteps <laughs> now you know my father was and still is such an influence and inspiration to me and i credit him with really opening up my eyes to racial injustice it's because of him that i met my first black person <laughs> want to take a stab in the dark at who it was um, i know it's sort of weird to remember the first black person you met but oj does leave a mark or several or none at all i still don't know <laughs> That was kind of that was kind of weird watching her talk about Chloe's dad like that. Well, look, <laughs> this is what Nicole Brown Simpson's sister Tanya Brown said. She wasn't happy at all, and in fact, um, she was really not happy about the fact that she would make joke of a trial around her sister's murder. This is a photo of Tanya, in case you don't know who Tanya is. Um, and I don't think this wasn't the one that used to go to the court. I mean, she may have been at the court, but that wasn't the main one. No, the one with the main one we had the mole and the dark hair. It wasn't her. 
All right, well, this is what Tanya said. She said that the OJ uh, uh, jokes were just very distasteful. And they reflected negatively on, on Kim uh, and her mother, Chris, who was Nicole's best friend at the time. Now, Brown said the monologue, quote, was beyond inappropriate and insensitive and doesn't believe if the Kardashians ever truly care for Nicole. And then so uh, people are saying that, you know, their Kardashians have no loyalty. And I was going to call, you know, Trina, Black China, and everybody else that they've screwed over. But I didn't think I needed to do that because we already know that the Kardashians are all for themselves. Now, uh, Kim broke records, according to the Nielsen TV rating. See, and this is where it goes back to, like, the Kardashians' belief that they could do anything they want without consequence because they are always going to bring the numbers and the business is going to always take a Kardashian over other people. And maybe that's true. But nonetheless, uh, you know, Kardashian, um, she took she she took uh, some hits. She took some hits for that, but she didn't take hits for the ratings. Although she was praised for the ratings, she did take a shot at the at the show's uh, low ratings. And this is what she said about that. We don't have it. Oh, well, she basically said uh, 10 million people watch the show. 350 follow me. This is like a walk in the park. Whatever. Look, I think that the Kardashians are famous. Uh, and, you know, I love, love, love Kim's hustle. I've always praised that. We'll never not praise that. And I think she's doing a great job getting people out of prison, using her platform for positive purposes. I do think, though, that having dealt with just in the last couple of weeks with Kris Jenner and looking at the way they took a shot at a f- dead friend that like you think about this. There's no joke that's funny. When it comes to making a joke about your friend who was murdered, savagely murdered, had her throat sliced. The man who came to deliver her stuff had his throat sliced. Well, he was bringing glasses back or something or something. He, they got stabbed in their necks and killed while I think her kids were in the house. This is disgusting. It's not funny. And I think it just goes to show that no matter what, it's Kim Kardashian. The Kardashians could do anything they want. They could take a black woman's man. They could say they created box braids. They could steal an idea. They can go and steal lips. They could steal their best friend's baby daddy. They could sleep with married men. They could do anything they want, and y'all still going to buy into it. Maybe I was drinking the Kool-Aid, too. Either way, I think this was an all-time low, even for Kim. And Kim has been doing such a great job. And I'm a Kim Kardashian fan. So let me be very clear. I am not a Kim Kardashian hater. I think the fact that she is using her platform and the blessings by God to have good influence on positive things is amazing. But nonetheless, you're going to have to take an L for this, Kim, because that was not cool. My brother's dead. Had you made a joke about him like that, I would be trolling you. The cappuccino would be thrown right out the window. It wouldn't even be tea. It would just be flamethrowers and uh, and spray canned with, with a fire. It would just burn, scorched earth all through Calabasas. I would burn Caitlyn back to Bruce. It would be that bad. You don't understand. I would, everybody going to get it. All right. So, um, and I don't care if SNL wrote the jokes. She said them. Anything, let me tell you something, people. You're responsible for what goes in and comes out your mouth at all times. Period. And that's on period. Wait. Why do I have so many buttons? I don't even know where anything. Period. All right. Goodbye. Now, this next topic has me really conflicted. Because as you know, I'm gay. And I enjoy being gay. I wake up every day and I stretch my gay ass arms out and I say, Lord, thank you for making me gay. We have the best fashion. 
We have the best creativity. We influence the world in all the arts from fashion to music to just everything. You know what I mean? Um, we can have sex, we can have hookups without being judged. What is the abortion rate with gay people? Huh? It's probably less, right? Yeah. I mean, we don't have as many divorces as you pathetic. Oh, sorry, Alexis is here. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Sorry. That one hit home. Sorry. Um, oh, no. The divorce rate is a lot lower. Johnny's been with his partner a lot longer than. But look, nonetheless, we are the hot sauce. But this right here was a little too hot to wake up to. Now, Superman's gay. Or his son is gay. Now, where was the kryptonite? Who Now, the, the dick is kryptonite? <clears throat> Do we have a photo of the kissing comic? Now, before we show you. Uh, now, I'm going to tell you how this went down. Superman had to go fly out, meet up with Robin and Batman. You know, Robin's gay. What was that, Robin? No. Go back to the photo. Okay, that, that was Robin. Okay, Superman had to fly over to go see Robin because he was having hard times dealing with his sexuality because Batman wouldn't let him hit the cave. Right now, the son was so busy watching the Muppets and saw Gonzo put on a dress that he said he was going to be gay too. The son now is bisexual. So in celebration of National Coming Out Day, the DC Comics announced that John Kent, the son of Clark Kent and Lois Lane, is coming out now as bisexual. <laughs> this is what the description said, quote, just like his father before him, John Kent has fallen for a reporter. After initially striking up a friendship with the reporter Jay, he and John became romantically involved in the pages. Let me show you the picture of this couple one more time. I've seen somebody like that in West Hollywood, the one on the left with the abs. I, I just, I don't think it's necessary. Um, I don't. I'm sure gay people everywhere were celebrating in the streets that there was Superman's son was a homosexual, but or bisexual. But do we need his son to be gay? I don't know. No, Johnny's saying yes, but he's real gay. Like he's in a whole gay relationship. Like they have a dog and they go to the beach and do all the gay <laughs> photos. I, I don't know. Maybe because I'm maybe because I'm not. I want to be as gay as that, but I just can't find anybody like Ross to love me. You know, I'm trying. My staff know I'm trying. They, they they see everything. They know they be up here with the NDAs. Like we signed this shit. We can't say nothing. <laughs> Get the Ubers. Okay, but look, Legos got some gay shit going on now. Look at this. Monday, Lego says that they're gonna get rid of toys that are gender biased and harmful stereotypes. And this comes after you know a survey revealed how boys fear that they will be made fun of if they play with toys marketed for girls. 71% of boys uh, want to play with girl toys and say that you guys are going to judge them if they want to go dip with Barbie. You know, maybe they want Barbie 
to be a bad bitch rolling down Beverly Hills and her little drop top. Why she? Why I, I? I mean, I never played with a Barbie, but I looked at him like, okay. I, I mean, I can see that why that's fun. <laughs> now, Lo, uh, uh, Lego has already stopped labeling its its toys for girls or boys, and its website no longer lets you search by gender. <clears throat> and you know they're trying to take the gender off our birth certificate. My friend said that the government is doing that because we're all going to robots. What what is happening? Demi Lovato's talking to the aliens. We're now we're gonna become robots on our our birth certificate. What she said? Oh oh, Demi said, "Don't call them aliens because that's not proper pronouning." By the way, Demi, stop cutting your hair. At this point, you're starting to look like a carrot. I saw your hair the other day. I said, "Girl," so, and your makeup, you're looking real clownish. It's like Ronald McDonald came over and slapped you with a palette of paint. Cappuccino. Demi, I love you. You're very talented. You're actually on my wall in the office from the picture we took the day you lied to me. But either way, I'm just so, it's so much going on in the gay world. <clears throat> and I don't necessarily know that I want to see Superman flying across my neighborhood with a rainbow patch coming behind him. I mean, yes, gay people save the day too. But I mean, do we need to taste the rainbow when you're coming to save the day? I don't know. This also plays into the narrative that people think that there's a bigger agenda trying to push something on kids. Now, I don't necessarily agree with that. I do think that it's great to see representation, right? I think it's great to see representation. I don't know that we need to be pushing anything on people's children. I think people should be telling their kids what they want to tell them. And I don't know. I mean, I don't know. This is a really... This is. I know what I say has power, so I got to be careful, but I just don't know about this one. I personally think that, you know, if I had a son or a daughter, I personally would want them to be gay because I think, you know, I have a little son or a, a girl and I'd be like, yo, you're a bad bitch and either way it works. And I just think that I would have so much more fun with my son or my daughter who were gay. But if they were straight, I wouldn't judge them. I don't judge y'all for being straight. I don't think that because a lot of y'all straight people got problems. All of your statistics are low. All and and some of you guys, you straight men have horrible hygiene. Like your neck be smelling good from the baccarat, but then your nuts are musty. You you knew you went to the gym and was coming over. You knew what you had to do. Y'all don't wash your nuts. And if you have hair down there, you know damn well. Anyway. Legos is gay. The Muppets is gay. Superman and Robin are gay. I'm gay. Johnny gay. Kelvin is gay. Everything is just gay. I think we're just moving to... Uh, you're, you should be a lesbian for you. Just fuck it. Blame it on Africa. All right. Wait, can I tell them about your dog? Her boyfriend killed her dog. No, her husband killed her dog. That's why y'all losing y'all women to these other women. Because another woman not going to let a dog die. He was somewhere busy trying to flip a Bitcoin or something. I don't know. Either way, she left him. All right, bye. Oh, she's been smiling more lately, too. All right. Now, look, speaking of gayness, no, Dave Chappelle's not gay. But he's in the news and people are mad about Dave Chappelle because he did this comedy special on Netflix. Now, I did watch the comedy series because people kept texting me saying, what's your opinion? What's your opinion? What's your opinion? And now before I say what I think, I've been labeled 
transphobic just like Dave. And I'm gay. Can you be transphobic and gay? That's like saying you could be black and racist. How can you be black and racist, but you can you can't be black and racist, but you could be gay and transphobic? That is, I don't understand that. That's my own ignorance. Okay. Now I love the trans community. I love the gay community. I love the bi community. I love the straight community. I love all communities. I just don't like haters and I don't like people who are prejudiced or racist. Okay. Dave Chappelle, comedy legend. Uh, has a lot of criticism coming his way now because he said some stuff that people are saying is uh, anti-LGBTQ plus or whatever on this new Netflix series on uh, over on Netflix. Now, the special is called The Closer. And, um, you know, it was meant to serve as his final entry into a series of comedy specials on Netflix. Before I get into everything, let me say this to Dave, uh, Dave Chappelle. Do not stop. Come back with more. Now, he has spoken out about how he faced criticism over the past two years making these jokes about the LGBT community, and he spent like 30 minutes talking about it, okay? Now, Glad has released a statement on Twitter saying that Chappelle's brand has become synonymous with ridiculing trans people and other marginalized communities. The National Black Justice Coalition came out and said uh, that, they said that uh, with 2021 on track to be the deadliest year on a record for transgender people in the United States, the majority of whom are black transgender people in Netflix should know better. Do we have what he said? Okay. We can't play what he said, but basically let me tell you, well, let me tell you what my friend T.S. Madison said. She actually went and posted on her Instagram. You know, she's a friend of the show. Uh, uh, do we have a video? But she's talked about it too. We have a, there's no video. No. Well, this is her tweets. Let me show you her tweets. All right. She said, I've not watched the Dave Chappelle special and I honestly don't plan on it. I'm exhausted with all of it. That's it. That's all. And she went on and on explaining herself. And I actually called T.S. Madison when I was shopping at the at the at Beverly Center. And she said to me that she's just exhausted with having to overly defend uh, the trans community. And one thing she did say that I will say is that she said, as a gay man, I won't be offended the way a trans person would because they were the ones being talked about. And that my reception of it not offending me doesn't mean that they shouldn't be offended. So I do want to say that everybody has the right to be offended. That being said, what I got from Dave Chappelle's special was raw comedy, unapologetic comedy. I, I am tired of an overly sensitized cancel culture world where everybody is afraid to do anything outside the box because you could lose everything. And I do agree that the baby at this point should be given an opportunity for reconciliation with not only the gay community, but just back to the culture because he's a talented um, entertainer. He did kill somebody in Walmart. He did do a lot of different things. Uh, slapped a woman, all types of stuff that he should have beat up the valet. He should have been canceled a long time ago for that if you were going to cancel him. But then when it came to the gay community, it was unfair. And what I thought he said was, you know, let's start showing the protection of black people the way we do the gay community. And I agree with that because before I was gay, I was black. And when I walk through the world, I'm gay, but I'm black. And when I die, I'm black. Every time I apply for something, I'm black. And everybody keeps talking about reparations. They ain't giving it to us. They went and protected the Chinese people, said Asian hate crimes, and this, that the president got there. Everybody's more important than black people. And as black people, we get tired of not feeling important. And it'd be some of you black motherfuckers, too, that are the worst people because y'all like making other black people feel like they ain't shit. 
coming on you. Oh, you're too light. Oh, you're too dark. Oh, you're not good enough. Oh, you're not black enough. You shouldn't talk about this because you're not black. You good hair versus bad hair. What the fuck is good hair and bad hair? It'd be our own community being the most toxic, disgusting, vile people attacking each other and then turn around. We the same black people said that Dave Chappelle should be should not have been canceled when Comedy Central terminated his deal and he went over to Africa to find himself because he wanted to stand for being black. We the same people said bring him back. He got a job with Netflix. He got redemption. And then now we got to cancel him because he said some shit that needed to be said. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. So because he said a joke, you couldn't have took Richard Pryor. You couldn't have took Eddie Murphy. Dave Chappelle is a comedic icon. And then what I thought was the best of it all was when he told a story about a trans woman who became a friend of his and how they became friends and how he supported her and how she was trolled online the way he's now being trolled. And then she committed suicide. And I will tell you, when he told that story, there was a shift in my emotion because I was locked into watching it as a critic because I knew I was going to talk about it. I was ready to lay his ass out. But then when I watched it and when he did start to tell the story about the woman, it literally had a, an emotional shift for me inside because I saw a hum the human side of him saying that. And he kept referring to himself being transphobic because he was making a joke about y'all. He was talking about you because he was saying he, he might as well be he's transphobic because every time he makes a joke, that's what he's labeled. Now, the Black Caucus, or not the Black Caucus, but the Black whoever. Who was it? The Black Justice Coalition. Why y'all not getting all the Black Justice Coalition? Why y'all not doing work to get all the men who are arrested for weed and in prison for years on end out of prison? Shout out to my friend, Congresswoman Karen Bass. She worked with me to get my friend, Dante Westmoreland, out of prison in Kansas. We had them both here on the show. She's the chair of the Ju Juvenile Justice, uh, no, chair of the Black the, the caucus, Black Caucus, uh, Congress, uh, Congressional Black Caucus, she's the chair. Um, you know, she helped me get somebody out of prison. Let me tell you something, coalition. Why don't you build a coalition and get these white people that you care about so much and these gay people that you care about so much? Why don't y'all and Caitlyn Jenner go on and run over there with OJ and take a stab at it? Getting these people who are in jail, prison for weed out of prison. Focus on the coalition of justices and injustices that y'all not really taking no big wins on. Because I can't tell you the last time on Hollywood Unlocked, there was a headline that said the Justice Coalition did something. What the fuck are y'all coalitioning? Is it coalitioning or coalitioning? Whatever the word is, what the hell are y'all doing? Okay, Dave Chappelle. There was a post that went up that said, did y'all have that post about Dave Chappelle not being canceled? Post it. Where's it at? The last one. I agree. Dave's not being canceled. Are there other ones? Mm -hmm. This is what else they said. Dave Chappelle said the worst shit ever by everyone, and the only thing being highlighted is his trans jokes. He literally joked about abusing women, the Jews, rape, racism, Catholic Church, and murder, which I think uh, was his whole point. Dave Chappelle was never against trans people or LGBTQ. The comparisons are always in retrospect on how black people are treated in America. Don't let the spin doctors twist it. Dave Chappelle give, gave a, a, a moving tribute to his trans friend after suicide brought on by trans community bullying for purity of, of existence. Like most of us on Team Turf, Dave respects the individual and despises the self-righteous, harmful crowd. Was it too smart for you guys? Was the comedy too smart? 
Were the jokes too big? Did they go over your head? Did you miss it? I thought he did a great job. I, and I'm not a friend of Dave Chappelle's. I don't, I've met him a couple times. I don't know him. I'm not his PR putting. Nobody called me. I'm just telling you my opinion. I think Dave Chappelle is an icon. And we need people like that. And I want to start an anti-cancel culture movement. It is ruining entertainment. It is ruining the world. I still think we should all respect each other. But where, where can, can some trans people step forward and like sit down, do a conversation about it? Everybody's so overly sensitized and we're afraid to piss anybody off because we'll lose everything. I'm over on Bego. I have <clears throat> straight people, gay people, lesbians, trans, white, black. I got celebrities, non-celebrities. I got people with money, people with no money. I got all types of people. I love people. But the minute I kick somebody out, my family on Bego, oh, he doesn't like me because I'm a trans. No, I don't like you because you're a messy-ass queen with a messed up upper lip, and I don't want to look at you in my beanbox every day. You know who you are, girl. But either way, I, Netflix is taking the stand with Dave, and they're saying that they're not only not taking it down, but they're going to continue to promote it, and I stand with Netflix, and I stand with Dave. Uh, Dave, continue to keep us laughing, all right? Done with Dave. Bye, Dave. Look, this is the phone number. We're going to call in in a minute. It's 1402-GAGGIN, and then also here's the link to come on and come with me. So please get in the queue right now. The queue is open. There's, like, literally openings in the queue, right? Let's fill up the queue. If you want to come on the video, I want to see you. I may not take any phone calls tonight. I may, I may not, but either way, call in or, you know, get in the queues. All right. Um, I don't even want to do this story, but I came to work today. Why y'all put a picture of Grimace? Kelvin did it. <laughs> now I would know this if I did the pre-production run through but I was too busy taking a nap did you guys see me sleep downstairs that's a mess huh my staff is like he is down there with jewelry on a Versace robe and sleep with a box of Chips Ahoy cookies a Dominican and somebody from Northern, Northern California eating skinny pop in the middle of the day on a Tuesday who the f does he think he is they got a new thing of sitting up here with the door closed. Like, we don't know that they're talking about us, but the camera's got microphones, so we're not worried about that. All right, look, Ra Ali's side piece is speaking out. Okay, now they're all texting each other saying, wait. <laughs> Does the camera really have microphones? All right, look, Ra Ali has been called out for cheating by her husband. Um, by this unnamed guy on Instagram named Stack. And this is a photo of the guy. It's a Stack. Now, I've been in touch with Stack. I told y'all me and Stack was talking. Y'all got the video of what I said? Mm -hmm. Remember on my Instagram, I said this? Take a look. To say what the people need to know. We ain't afraid to say what the people are saying. We ain't afraid. And you know what? Ra Ali, your side nigga keep texting me about that Instagram you took down and I keep getting his Instagram back and you keep getting it taken down. Instagram and Adam, what are y'all doing over there at Instagram? Y'all letting Nicki Minaj and her cohorts run y'all shit? Is anybody running Instagram anymore? I mean, hell, we talked to all the executives over there, but should I be talking to Adam? Adam, is this thing on? 
That's what I said. 14-minute rant. That was before my Breakfast Club interview. Nobody pays attention to me. I'm telling you. I'm telling you the truth. That is why I'm here. That is why we're all here. I tell the truth. There's never going to be lies over here. I'm here for you. Not them. You. I told y'all she had a side, dude. I told y'all she was trying to take his description. And I told y'all I was helping him get it back. And I got it back. And baby, he did not let me down. He is alleging that he and Ra have had this sexual relationship for years. And that he even performed oral, she performed oral sex on him. While she was pregnant with her husband's child. Baby, I don't even know what to say. This is what he posted on the Instagram that I helped him get back. Take a look. He said, ever since you became a blogger, Shorty, you've been weird. I know how you really feel, though. So it's funny watching you be extra fake. But you playing like I'm not that nigga that you let nut on your face while you was eight months pregnant and sent you right back home to your husband after. I'm him. That's me. My staff's mouth is literally open. When you're pregnant, you feed your child what you digest. But I'm the messy one. I'm the messy one. I'm the teapot. Y'all filled it up. By the way, you can get this on hollywoodunlocked.com slash shop. Listen. When you are pregnant, when you are eight months pregnant, I am not a woman and I don't know about the reproductive system, but I would assume that your child in here eats what you eat. So if you're digesting hogging dogs from a Dominican up in Dykeman with the creamy middle, Now, he called her a blogger because you remember she hired one of my former staff who was colluding with her to try to take my business stuff from me. Remember I told you guys that on the show? They went over there and they started this loser page. That's not a real brand. I mean, she can't be making that much money. Okay. Um, and so she's a blogger now. So, like, when you're a blogger, this is what it, you know, y'all come for me. Y'all say stuff about me that ain't true. But this man said you was sucking all on his penis pop. Okay, well, let's pop it out. After people online started calling him a liar, he decided to pop out with some more receipts. And these are text messages that he alleges were between him and Ra Ali, where she admitted to performing these sexual acts. Take a look. You want to suck it? Yeah. Now or for my birthday? Both. My birthday's on 428. Are there more? Well, that was pretty much like when she was pregnant. Ra Ali is married, you guys. Remember her man got that PPP loan and we don't know what they did with it? 
Do you think she used the PPP money to Uber over to suck on that man's penis while she was pregnant with his baby? You. Somebody has a video of them together at a hotel and I'm trying to get my hands on it while she's pregnant. Allegedly. Allegedly. And if I get that, I'm going to post that immediately. Well, look, he followed up with videos of them in the bed together while her man was working that PPP thing. out. look at the video. Tell me that you love me. It's the audacity of no hope for me. Now you see why she was trying to take his Instagram down. You know who she works with, right? I ain't going to say the rapper's name because y'all going to say I'm only saying the name for Cloud, but... If you were going through a desert of all sand and salt water, that's called a mirage. <laughs> and if you ever see a riot on the streets, they call it civil unrest. Do the math. I'm telling y'all the truth. Anyway, um, we don't know if Raleigh is still married by now, and we don't know <laughs> if there's been a DNA test taken on the child. Um, or if there's any concerns of any of that, I don't know. I would, this is the humanity part. I, even though I cannot stand Riley, I'm very embarrassed for her because this is a very embarrassing situation to think that you were on your knees with an eight month belly sucking on some man's penis while your man was at home preparing food on the table to feed you and his unborn child. And you were so busy trying to be relevant since the blogs didn't talk about you that you try to use one of my staff who was a loser who's who's a trash bag nobody here liked her none of these people in here liked her and you took her over there to help you build a brand where nobody actually cares about your opinion you're just a you're just a, a blog watchdog for the pedo sympathizing woman who's married to the man that they just got a default judgment again you know Nicki minaj i have to say her name her and her husband they didn't respond to the lawsuit now they're they're they're, they're probably gonna lose 15 million dollars all of you guys are sick people Either way, um, this is not good. Um, I did go over to on-site her page. This was not posted there. <laughs> like, how you gonna have a whole blog site called on-site, but you ain't on-site? Bitch, you was the one. You was the news. You was the news all day, everywhere. Did they post it anywhere else? Did you see it on Shade Room? Ball alert? Huh. Well, it'll always be on Hollywood Unlocked, honey, because, you know, we like to, um, the cappuccino. All right, well, look, that's enough. Bye, Raw, you trashy, nasty, filthy animal. Look, speaking of filthy animals, <laughs> this veterinarian is having sex with his pets. I didn't even do a run through. Do you see how good I am? I could actually host a nationally syndicated daytime talk show if I wanted to. A Florida veterinarian who happens to be a Negro. This is the crazy part. Because, you know, this is what white people be doing. Black people don't do this. But this man. 
he looked like the one that was tickling Elmo too. He's a veterinarian in Florida. Of course, he's in Florida. He was sentenced to 22 years for sexually assaulting animals while recording the depraved acts and uploading the videos online. His name is Prentice Madden. He worked as a medical director at the Caring Hands Animal, Animal <laughs> Hospital in Miami. What? What? I mean, anyway, he pled guilty back in July, uh, a charge of child pornography and bestiality. Now, before his arrest, he recorded himself having sex with dogs and sharing the videos on various chat rooms. And additionally, his Dropbox folder contained child pornography in it. Now, this was the first case in South Florida that someone has been charged under the law that prohibits individuals from recording animals for sexual gratification. I'm mad that y'all put a picture of him in here with a dog, though. Because that dog right there said, girl, I'm trapped in the same basement with the R. Kelly girls. Get me out of here. Look at that. Look at the eyes. It's the eyes for me. Y'all don't think that dogs are kindred spirits. Their eyes tell the truth. That dog's eyes right now is saying, if you do not get him out of here, this big old black cock is going to be in my cocker spaniel hole. And then it's going to be split open for the seas for Moses to unpart. The dog is telling you right now, look at my ears. He done grabbed on these ears like handlebars and rammed his little thing in my booty hole. And the dog is saying, please help me. Just please. And nobody came. Not even Demi Lovato. <laughs> nobody nobody came. Well, well, somebody came. Oh, no. No. Prentice. This is nasty. And black people, if I catch y'all doing this, I'm shaming y'all because y'all know better. And there is... Oh, anyway, shout out to all the white people out there who got off the hook for this one. All right, look, I got to show you something. Take a look at this commercial. In a time when self-care is more important than ever, every day is an opportunity to skip millions of Americans experiencing thinning hair. It's common, even normal, but it's not openly talked about. So going through it could feel lonely and frustrating. It's time to change the conversation and join the thousands of people standing up for their strands with Nutrafol. Nutrafol is formulated with potent botanicals to help you grow hair as strong as you are. And it's physician formulated to be 100% drug free. Nutrafol is physician formulated to be 100% drug free. They use natural clinically effective botanicals for better hair growth through whole body health. On top of thicker, stronger hair without lasers or chemical, Nutrafol's ingredients may also help you get a handle on better sleep, stress response, skin, nails, and libido. Visit Nutrafol.com and take their hair wellness quiz for customized product recommendations that put the power to grow thicker, stronger hair back into your hands. When you subscribe, you'll receive monthly deliveries so you never miss a dose. Shipping is free and you can pause or cancel at any time. Does it work? Yes. Whether you're experiencing thinning or not, you deserve hair as strong as you are. Nutrafol can help you achieve your best hair growth quality. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and using promo code GAGGING to save $15 off your first month subscription. This is their best offer available anywhere and is only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com. Spell N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Promo code GAGGING. For hair as strong as you are. Um... People are texting me. I'm like, who's texting me? Mm. Okay. Yes, listen, this is a lot going on. This is a lot. This is a lot, a lot, a lot. 
Jesus. Oh, by the way, I just did the math. If 2,300 of you send me $20, that's $47,000. Is that right? That don't make sense. Is that right? Wait, 2,300 people times 20? Yeah, that's $46,000. I want $46,000. So those of you watching, can you just send me $20 right now? Or if that, don't send it to my cash app, but that's the cash app. Leave it up there. Somebody's going to request something for their kids, but whatever. Send, um, I want to see if I could do this. I want to see if I could challenge all of my supporters today to support the show. You know, we do this show to support entertainment, but we also ask for your support. And I'm not too proud to beg for Oh, your beans. That's on Beagle. To beg for your cash. All right, listen, if you want to send a tip, please send $20. And if a thousand of you do that right now, you will literally watch the show make $20,000. Go ahead and do that now. Huh? Oh, where's it at? Oh, it's wait. Oh, it's right. All right, cool. Listen, if you feel like supporting the show, go ahead and send a super chat, $20 super chat. All right, look, I also want to show you where you can get the gaggy merch. We're getting ready to get new stuff out. We just got the samples. So this is where you go to get this mug and other things. Go to hollywoodunlock.com slash shop right now. Hollywoodunlock.com slash shop to get everything there. And if you're a super fan, you can go over and subscribe on our YouTube channel by clicking join. It's $1.99 a month. Um, you get all these emojis. Okay, great. <clears throat> all right. Well, um, if the super chats are coming in, I'll go ahead. You know what we should start doing? If we hit a threshold for super chats, then we open up the gagging part of the show. Because this is a lot of time. How much time have I been here? I've been here for like an hour and 15 minutes. All right. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and uh, make sure you're following us over at Gag Nation on Instagram. This is our page right here. We're a verified account, so you know where we are. We're almost at... 50,000 followers, right? I'm almost there. We got to get it up. All right. And also, I'm over at Bego. I have a new show coming out with Bego. Go ahead and follow, follow me over there. I'm not Father Gag anymore, but it is the only Jason. That's my Bego ID. If you are a fan of mine and you do want to gift me, you can come over there and you can gift me or you can join to be a host. And I'll show you how to do that. But I'm on Bego Live. Just download the app and you can find me by following me on my name. I have 300 something thousand followers. And we have the best family on Bego, the Gag Nation family, are over there. All right, well, now it's time to talk to the people who uh, support me. It's time to gag with me. 1402 gagging is the number to call in. You could also get on the screen. The queue is getting filled. I see people down there. Uh, here we go. Now, make sure that if you're coming through the video chat, enable your echo cancellation. So that way, you know, if you're calling me also on the phone, pay attention to the call, not the stream, because you might miss your chance to talk to me. Uh, and you know, we just don't want to hear all the, all the echoes. All right. Um, let's see who's in the building. Queen Sharon is here. Ready to sit. Sharon. Hi, Jason. Hey. Um, Jason, I just went through a little bit of Bego withdrawal when you was like, uh, you know, we'll get the super chats in and I swear, like I was about to type in the comments. Come on, y'all run them up, run them up, run them up. And then I realized we're not on Bego. <laughs> Wow. Isn't, it cra- isn't it crazy the lingo over there like there is like specific lingo for bigo right? right right it is it is i i mean i didn't learn so many words do your big one no shade what's the tea trade i mean it's just so different it's a whole nother world over there Paymaster. um mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway okay all right so let me get into it jason um to the messy report. Okay, let's start it off with Kim Kardashian. I was tired of this bitch seven months ago, and I'm tired of her now. 
Okay. Um, I'm glad she has decided to try her hand at comedy though. So we can start laughing at her or, or start laughing with her and stop laughing at her. However, she failed just like her marriages. Um, how are you a lawyer, but still not smart enough to know to respect your stepdad, bitch? We learned that when we grew up. Obey thy mother and thy father. And you damn sure can't talk about stabbings with as many niggas that have stabbed that pussy in that throat with their dicks, okay? So you definitely cannot stop talk about stabbings. Now let's move on to Dave Chappelle. Can we just let Dave Chappelle do what Dave Chappelle does? It's comedy. We let We need to let comedians be comedians and whores be whores. Because if we did that, we wouldn't have just had to report on the train wreck called motherfucking Kim Kardashian that we just did. Okay, let comedians be comedians and whores be whores. End of discussion with that. Okay, Ra Ali, bitch, I'm dead. You went home and let your husband kiss on goddamn the remnants of another nigga's babies. Now that's just sick. Now I see why you bored and uh, why you in everyone's business, cause bitch. Ain't your side nigga supposed to be exciting? What type of motherfucking text message was that? If you gonna talk about sucking dick, bitch, talk about sucking dick just like you try to suck Nikki's dick. We wanna hear all the motherfucking details. No wonder he ain't your side nigga no more and probably why your husband ain't your husband no more after today. Now, that's having sex with pets. I know we're coming out of a pandemic, everybody, and we may not be comfortable with human-to-human -human contact. However... Ain't no however, bitch. I have no motherfucking sympathy for you. You a sick fuck and you deserve to be arrested because goddammit, animals' lives matter too. Now, I hate to have to keep it so short. You guys know we only had three topics today, but remember, there is nothing too messy for the messy report and we cover the mess so you don't have to stress. That's all, Jason. Um, we had six topics today. We had Superman and with the gay I'm not touching that. Mm-mm. Tomorrow, tomorrow. I will not. <laughs> hey, what's going on, Jason? How you doing? What's up, Queen? Hey, boo. All right, so um, I want to talk about the Superman thing. All right, so um, first, first I want to talk about that. So I don't understand why sex is being a main focus on a superhero cartoon. Um, it's not like this is an adult cartoon like Family Guy, where we know Quagmire is known for fucking bitches, and that creepy old guy who be messing with the little boys or whatever. To me, growing up watching Superman, all they did was kick ass and go home. I feel like they need to like, if, if they're gonna do stuff like this, they need to create new cartoons where they're gonna do this and leave the old ones alone. Like it's really unnecessary. And um, about the Barbie dolls, Jason, the only time I ever did play with Barbie dolls is when I had my action figures fucking them. So it was something about having my action figures fuck the Barbie doll that was very wait, similar. Wait, 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 wait. So G.I. Joe was hitting Barbie from the back? Big facts. Was hitting that joint right from the back. <laughs> <laughs> Next. <laughs> Can I talk about Kim? Now, now, Kim Kardashian, I actually think Kim did a good job. I ain't going to hold you because it's one thing for somebody to write your jokes. But it's another thing to deliver it. And I think it's something about taking back your power when you are constantly the butt of the joke. Um, when, when when you're the butt of the joke, it's good to be a part of the joke. So I think, you know, her doing this actually added um, substance to her because she's normally known for being stiff and dry. And that's the same reason why Prince kicked her off the stage because she wouldn't even back that ass up. You feel me? But Kim, you did a great job. And I feel like, let me not say the last part, but I say that black dick did something to her. 
Um, and the last thing I'm gonna say about Riley, Jason, um, Riley, Riley reminds me of a pan of lasagna. She literally has a lot of layers to her, but a little bit of fucking cheese. That's all. I'm done. Plug this in. I can't. Plug this in. I can't. Okay. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> I have more room for the disclaimers. Thank you. Um, what you think of this show? Are you over there just shocked at the language being used by these people? Hello, unmute yourself. Go ahead. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, well, um, I have no words. I'm speechless. But I do ha I do have one one um invite for you, um, Jason. I I hope you don't get mad about this, but I, I want to invite you to my fashion show that I'm not um I do have a degree at the fashion show, but I'm having a fashion show next year and I would like you to come to my fashion show in my valley in the valley of california in visalia oh well let me just answer that one i'm never coming to visalia i don't i've been through visalia that is up in the middle of nowhere i want to be but i used you know i'm from stockton so i've been through that area and what kind of fashions y'all got in visalia because that's like the big area for meth and stuff right <laughs> well i don't mess with that but um I do women's clothing, so yeah. Yeah, maybe if you bring that show down here to LA, maybe I'll pop in for a moment if you got hummus and a good fruit plate. But like, I can never <laughs> go to like I can't. But I would definitely, if you're in the LA area, I, I'll pop on by. Okay. All right, cool. Listen, y'all. Listen. I, no, okay, now that now that that person's gone, by Celia, there's a lot of meth over there. They smoke it and stuff i can't be affiliated it's not good for my brand but i you know and i do like fashion shows i'm used to going like mark jacobs and stuff but i can come down look let me say shout out to all the people sending me super chats i want to try to get to twenty thousand. if a thousand people just send twenty dollars we can actually do it and i don't ever ask but i know it's not gonna happen shout out to angelica that said raleigh is the epitome and representation of karma you out you put out negative energy you get negative energy then uh, Newsworthy just sent $20. Thank you. And then TG sent $20. I love Hollywood Unlocked and Jace Lee. I love you too. And uh, Andrea sent $20 and said for all that you do. Thank you. And then 80 sent 99 cents. Um, thank you. Appreciate that. Every cent matters. All right, Jason, cool. can I say something? Um, we really right. are a family and we have really bonded together over this time, over this year, because even though you have sunglasses on, when that nigga came up on the screen just then, I knew what the fuck you was gonna say before you said it. And I knew it was a motherfucking hell to the gnaw. And I looked at Jameer's face and he knew that shit too. So all of Gag Nation fucking knew it. I said, bless his heart, he don't even know. That's the growth right there because old Jason probably would have, you know, like said directly what came to his mind. But I see the media training, Jason, he doing good. Thank you for the immediate reflection of my growth. Listen, I haven't been around meth heads since I was working at probation in Modesto. And um, Visalia really is a hot pocket for drug use. There's like nothing good that comes out of there. Maybe the fashions are great. I, I've never seen fashion in Visalia. And I encourage anybody 
who's anywhere. Why are you covering your head? What the hell are you talking about? If there's anybody anywhere that wants to be a fashion designer or do fashions, be encouraged. Do not let me in this little ass shitty show make you believe that your dreams aren't big enough. You can be a fashion superstar from Visalia. I doubt it, but you can try and then migrate to a bigger city. And then there are other people watching you who may say, hey, I want to help you. Um, I'm not one of those people, but I do uh, applaud you for having the courage to ask me some shit you knew damn well wasn't going to do. Did I do good, Weedie Pooh? Hell yeah, but you know what? That's some sick fucking shit. Kiss um, um, fuck with um, animals. The fuck? You ain't got, you got, you can't fail, but I don't make um woman. What the fuck? <laughs> the sick fuck. <laughs> just we pull we we pull is we pull is back, y'all. But we pull. Let me just say this. Let me let me throw something at you, okay? Now a lot of us do love doggy style. Fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's nasty. Best sick, sick, sick bastard. Oh my God, Aisha, Aisha sent me a hundred dollars. Thank you, and shout out to who sent me, um, the one right before that, the twenty dollars. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. All right, yeah, that is kind of sick because you know a dog doesn't know how to douche. So, on top of you. <laughs> Okay, let me leave it up. Okay, hold on. Um, Amberlynn. Okay, so Amberlynn is one of the day ones. She got on Monisa's dress from last night. Listen, um, so Amberlynn, Amberlynn, you know your you know your breasts are too big for you to be doing all that. Okay, look, so Amberlynn is over on Bigo. And Amberlynn's one of my day ones, and they are coming for her neck over there. Amberlynn, they wait, Amberlynn, they try to they try to wake it up on you. Is it Sharon? That's another term, right? They try to wake yes, it up yes. on you that you were hating on me and talking bad about me. They sent me all the receipts. I told them I don't believe it happened. Amberlynn ain't never gonna sit up and entertain nobody talking bad about me. They sent me all the receipts. And I didn't see it. I saw you trolling them, but you was giving them the same energy they was giving you. And they was trying, they was trying to come for you. What's all the hate about Amberlynn? If I was them, I would hate me too, baby. If I look like them, I would hate me too. It is what it is. You know, I'm not mad. I've been hated on all my life. I've been this way for 36 years. It is what it is. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. No wait, wait. I know it's I know it's Halloween and you were dressed like a cat last week. This week, what's going on? Oh my gosh, I am an African lady today. Hey. <coughs> <coughs> you I'm see sorry, that? I still got my water. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead, continue. My bad. Wait, wait, wait. Can I tell you a true story? I didn't tell you guys about my traumatic trip to Paris. It was really traumatic. My staff know I'm like, I'm really affected. One of the things that happened to me in Paris 
was I went to the club. Thank you so much, Lethia Smith. Okay, y'all can keep sending this. Run it up, run it up, run it up. You can keep sending me gifts, please. I want to get to $20,000, okay? So just a, just like 990, 980 y'all more, y'all got to send me $20. Okay, listen, I went to a club and I walked in the club and I said, and they took me to like this way up at the top. And I said, can y'all please give me a hookah? They brought me a hookah and the man had to light the hookah coals with a lighter. I was like, what kind of ghetto shit is this where you're lighting the hookah coals with a lighter? Like, this is ghetto. So anyway, while they're lighting it, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm puffing. This is probably not a good video, huh? I'm sorry. Let me put that down. Anyway, I was... Look at Jameer getting all hot and bothered. Look at Anyway, look, look. I was smoking the hookah, y'all. I was smoking the hookah, and they pepper sprayed the club. And I inhaled all the pepper spray and I thought it was anthrax, bitch. I thought they was killing me. I thought I got, I thought it was a terrorist attack. The whole club start, it's a two-story club. The whole club is running out the club and everybody's uh, coughing. I thought they had bombed us in the middle of Paris fashion. That was just one of the things that happened to me in Paris. Me and my assistant and Zeus and the soccer players were running out the damn thing, couldn't breathe. That was one thing that happened. So I just wanted to say, Sharon, when you la- when you did that choke, that reminded me of a very traumatic experience that I had while I was in Paris. Damn. Traumatic shit makes you choke, Jason. <laughs> Big dick too. Thank you, Mari Khan, for the uh for the hundred dollars. Oh my god, thank you. Okay, go ahead, um, Amberlynn, what you want to say about tonight? Um, I wanted to say first and foremost, happy birthday to Cardi B, my Libra sister. Period, point blank. Turn up. Y'all did y'all motherfucking do deals. Period, point blank. Jason, that fucking stroke. I wanted to know what it felt like. I wanted to know what it felt like. Yes, that stroke. well, there were a couple of things that happened in this video. Let me show all y'all. Let me show y'all men out there right now who need to know how to do the role. Watch how I grab the waist. What? Oh, she almost slipped. You see how? No. You see how I caught that? You know, you you know, it was the third stroke for me. But listen, um, please understand, y'all. I'm so gay. Like I am so gay. I went home with a man last night after I did that with that girl. So just know. <laughs> no. So I wanted to say about Kim Kardashian, this bitch look like a whole bottle of Pepto-Bismol. I'm going to need you to fucking sit down and chill with your nausea, heartburn, indigestion, heartburn. You know what I'm saying, bitch? Sit the fuck down. You look stupid. I'm going to drop you and Tory Lanez off at motherfucking OJ Simpson's house because you need to get a couple marks with them weak-ass motherfucking lines. You should have never came on there with that bullshit. You're motherfucking canceled too, ho. The only thing you're good for is bending over and getting fucked from behind. Nobody gives a fuck about you, period. And for Riley, you nasty, dirty bitch. You sat up here and had sex with some nigga while you pregnant with another man's baby. You Mufasa-looking asshole. Somebody needs to fucking release you off the side of a motherfucking bridge too, bitch. Okay? Period, point blank. And for that nasty-ass vet, you disgusting, dirty dick bitch, I hope that the tip of your dick gets rabies. And I hope you die from it in prison before you're even fucking convicted, bitch. What? Fuck. Period. And I wish I was there at the party, Jason. I wanted to turn up. Period. And okay. I love uh, what's her name? What's her name? Uh, uh, Lizzo. But girl, you looked like you looked like you looked like garbage in that dress, sis. I'm gonna need you to at least put a bra on or something. Like you could have put some pasties. You could have taped them titties up. You could have did something, bitch. You could have taped that. Oh, what, what was the reason, bitch? 
Sorry. You a big girl. You supposed to represent. Bitch, represent. When I come out and I'm dressed up, I make sure all of my motherfucking rolls and shit is not fucking hanging out. You can see the titties. The titties is motherfucking thanging. Them things is thanging. But I bet you you ain't gonna see all of my shit that ain't supposed to be seen. Like, you don't even have the body for it, sis. I understand you trying to... How you trying to promote body positivity, but you don't even love your body? You know what I'm saying? But then you coming out here butt naked looking like a bag of garbage, bitch. Stop. You look like a raggedy sack of potatoes. Like, I'm gonna need you to sit the fuck down. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> sorry. Not sorry. Okay, well, the next party, I'll make sure to invite you. I did take one person from Beagle. Slime went with me yesterday. And Slime, really? and nice. Slime, while I'm talking to Megan the Stallion, is taking pictures of her without her permission. And she took his phone and deleted all the photos out of his phone. It was so uncomfortable. I was like, stop taking the photos. But Megan was so sweet. Shout out to Megan. She was so pretty last night, too. Well, I think you said everything. Let's take a phone call. 1402 gagging. Y'all stick around while you take a phone call. Thank you for the $99. Thank you. Hello, this is Jason. Hey, Jason. I just want to say I love you. I've been watching your shows for like the last four years. And you mean so much to me. I'm pre-med at Berkeley. And every time, every single time I get a break, I go watch your clips. I watch your videos. It just really makes me happy. It really gets me through my day. Thank you. I appreciate that. That means a lot to me. And I love Berkeley, too. Berkeley is a, Berkeley is a beautiful getaway if you're driving from Oakland through Piedmont. I understand. I love it there. Yes. And one last Thing, Jason. I grew up a foster kid in Chicago. I made it through 15 foster homes, found my happy home, and I am now at Berkeley. And hopefully in one year, I will be in medical school. So your book was amazing. Listen, I love hearing stories like that. I'm glad that you read my book. I'm glad that it was able to help you. I wrote that book at a time my whole team said I wasn't ready to do it. Not my team here, but my team, my attorneys and stuff. And I felt like it was a gift for people like you, like me, who needed to hear that. I know I'm oftentimes associated with mess and being messy, but everybody that gets to know me personally knows deep down underneath the T is a heart. I care for people. And I love the fact that I get to have a a phone call with somebody who was a foster kid and now a medical student. So uh, make sure you send me pictures from your graduation and let me promote it. I definitely will, Jason. Thank you so much again. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Love you too. All right, let's take another phone call. And thank you for the gifts. I see the hundred dollars. Y'all said 1900. Okay. All I have to do is ask for support. Okay. Hello. Hey, hi, how are you? Hey, Jason. Um, All I want to tell you is I like the fan Jason a little better. Because you didn't got a little skinny and you didn't got bougie. Okay. Okay. No, 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 no. No, listen. I want to address this with cappuccino. One, I've heard this comment cappuccino so many times. Me. I've heard so many times from people that say they like the fat Jason. 
When I was the fat Jason, I needed to be the skinny Jason. When I'm skinnier Jason, I need to be fat Jason. When I'm gay, dance with a girl, I need to no, get I'm some not pussy. Talking no, about no, no, wait, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. You didn't got skinny. Let me finish. Let me finish. If you don't let this man talk, shut the fuck up. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me say this. Let me say this. Um, I understand that in many ways, I'm the man of your dreams, the one that didn't come home to you, who you want to show up the way you want him to. I'm going to show up the way that I want to show up. I show up and I speak my facts and my truth based on how I see it. I'm not a show pony that shows up and puts a saddle on for you to ride around the, the yard. I spill the tea and I give the tea however I want to do it. And the thing that I love about me, those day ones who see me grow and evolve, everybody has seen me learn the landscape of media. One day I want to be able to walk on stage holding an Emmy that is a representation of the medical doctors who used to be foster cares, who parents try to throw them away. And so my goals, ambitions, and dreams are bigger than me entertaining you while you eat chicken and Roscoe's uh, waffles from Roscoe's. Next caller. Thank you. Thank you for your services. Hello. Hello. You know, come scared up. the rest of the callers away. Wait, 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 wait. You're not going to come up here and disrespect me with these four up here and think you're not going to get red for Phil. Because if I don't do it, they're going to do it. That's not going to okay. work. Next caller, hello. Hello. Hi. Jason? Yes. Thank you so much. Um, I just wanted to say my name is Joyce, but I just enjoy your show ever since like you first started on YouTube. And I enjoy your content. I don't want to rehash the whole, I don't even want to get rich any life. You know that situation over Clubhouse, that person. But what I did want to appreciate is the way you handled yourself. Because what you showed was a good way for young people to see how you can be about your business and how you can... I don't want to say get redemption, but at the same time, you be about your business and make and hold people accountable. Yeah, I really appreciated the way you held yourself, not only in Clubhouse, um, at the Breakfast Club interview, and even afterwards explaining it. And I also um, appreciate how you shed a light on how blogs can steer people's opinions and how. I hate to say everything has a fucking price, but everything does have a fucking price. And how celebrities can use other people and minions to get your attention and things like that. So I wish you the best. God bless you and your future endeavors. And once again, also, I really want everybody to support Hollywood Unlocked. Because what Jason said in the interview, and I want to thank God for this, because you aren't being selfish. You said that you're trying to help build, like, classes and platforms so other kids in the younger generation can learn how to do it and play the right way, the fair way. I am a believer that if you do right by people and you do good by people, God will bless you and put you where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there. And I'm glad that Hollywood Unlocked is thriving and you're doing good, looking good, smelling good, 
fucking good. Just just everything good for you. So hold on, let me, hold, on, hold, on, hold on. Let me find the right one. Yes. <laughs> okay, look, let me say this. Let me say this. I would also like to say that I got contacted by GQ magazine who wants to do something with me. So I don't know what they want to do yet, but I am excited about that because y'all know this has been a journey. And yeah, you know, I'm going to keep evolving. Look, I still get no's to this day. I still get told I'm not ready or I'm not big enough or I'm not known enough. And the numbers say different, but nonetheless, you know, I have to wait my turn. What I said in the breakfast club that really stuck out with a lot of people besides that process is called parole was when I said that, um, I'm going to wait for whatever's mine when it's my turn. You know, I don't need Wendy's job. I don't need Charlemagne's job or Joe, but I need my job. I need my blessing and I'm going to keep doing the work. We're having conversations about, look, should gagging be five days a week where we just turn it into a show and start competing with other shows online? Should we be able to create dynamic content? Because we have stars on this show that are even on the stage right now that call in who, have seen the growth and evolution of the brand. And so I'm glad that I have the support and I really appreciate your call tonight and just your re- your your affirmation that, you know, I got to keep going and people should keep supporting. And we're just getting started. Even sending donations on this show. Everything, you know, there's been a time where like T.S. Madison's like, you have an audience, they'll support you. You just got to tell them to support you. Ask them to send you super tests. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to ask for people to support me. But then I start thinking, no, I'm doing this for the support. And the support I get goes back into building a bigger brand. And so the more we get supported, the more we can grow. So I do appreciate your, your comments tonight. Thank you. So continue the good work and the hard work. And thank you for being for the community. And if people really understood and really listened to what you were saying, you are doing it for the culture. You're doing it for the up-and-coming generation. You're not holding that information. You're actually trying to help others be successful. And not a lot of people do that. So kudos to you. God bless you. God bless the Hollywood Unlock family. And y'all keep going. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Appreciate that call. All right, let's take another call. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hey, um, I got a question for the lady at the bottom with the big titties. Like, did the grimace not on your face too? Because the dots on your face is kind of throwing me off. I just got a question. I'm no, sorry. it's actually something from the African culture. If you knew anything about yourself, instead of trying to be fucking whitewashed in this American world, you would know what I look I, like. I don't, man. I'm just, I just ask. You look crazy. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, don't come on here with that bullshit because I like to talk shit too. You know what's so crazy that um, y'all talk about protect the black woman, but the minute you could come on camera and attack a black woman who's dressed up, respecting and representing the African culture, y'all just it's the it's the uh, it's the living double standards for me. Uh, Christina, did you just get off tour with Lil Nas X or what? What? No. I just wanted to pop in. I haven't been on in a while. I've been busy. I've been trying to do my own thing. But I wanted to stop by and say, um, you know, you looked amazing at Cardi's party. You looked fabulous. It was the whole vibe, the whole mood. <laughs> Cardi looked fabulous. Um, so the party looked lit, which very great compliments from me. Um, 
the Dave Chappelle thing, he's a great comedian. I don't see, you know, those who think he should be canceled. I don't think he should be canceled. Mm. Let, as stated before, let comedians do their work. And, um, now, Raleigh. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, that picture of Grimace was being a little too nice. That nasty asshole is the reincarnation of the daughter of the troll and the gremlin. So I just wanted to make that little statement clear. Point blanking. But she's a nasty asshole. And her kitty cat probably smells too. I don't know. But she, she is a stinky ass bitch. <laughs> Plus, he smell like a funeral home. <laughs> so embalming. Christina, um, are you still dating the Dominican, or have you moved on to Puerto Rican, Cuban, or Colombian? No, no, no. Um, I got a new man, and he's Haitian. Um. You just doing a world tour, huh? <laughs> I mean, I mean, this is what I understand, Christina. How do you get no disrespect? Like, no, it's not disrespect. I just no, 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 I, no, no. This is a, no, but this is the disrespect. How do you keep finding a man, but I can't find one? I don't know. I I never had luck when I was younger. I didn't have, you know, I never went on dates and stuff. So it's just like, you know, maybe getting older for me was just like a life lesson. You know, honestly, to be honest with me, I didn't think anybody was going to go out with me. I thought I was going to be single, living with two cats. Wait, wait, why are you, why, wait, but Wendy Williams is single and living with two cats, but she, she's No, rich. no, no, no disrespect, but that's how I thought when I was a child. Like, I thought, you know, I was going to grow up without anybody. So, I felt. Well, let, me you, well, let me ask you a question. Um, would you ever date um, Zaydon? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone should know my answer to this one. Why? Where is, is Zaydon? I kind of miss him <laughs> makeup and eyeliner and all that, the curls. He's somewhere in the pits of hell. <laughs> somewhere wearing a hoodie in 80 degree weather. <laughs> somewhere Wait. doing a jury curl in his mirror. <laughs> but. Wait, did I tell you right. guys I ran into Jay? Did I tell you guys I ran into Jay in New York? Yes. Yeah, JJ. I went to a restaurant. He was like, I was coming out the elevator and he was walking in. It was so awkwardly funny. All right, let's take another phone call. Do we have phone calls? Let's take a phone call. Hi. Hello. Next caller. Do 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 do. Hello. Hello. Hi, Jack. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I've been following you forever. You know who they think, Jason. Who is it? I'm following Vigo. My, who is it? Vigo, uh, I think Angel Eyes. Oh, hey, Angel Eyes. Hey, Angel Eyes. My, my, my government. Okay, well, welcome. What's up? Hi, Queen Sharon. He tried you, current Sharon. Get him. He tried you, Queen Sharon. He Kiko tried that. He definitely did. Okay, so what's up, Angel? So let me go. Um, okay. Um, first of all, King Kardashian, she was filed for that. She was not that funny. Um, 
Ooh, so I've waited so long. I've been up. I have stuff that came on, Jay. I ain't gonna lie to you. Um, but I love you. I'm watching you forever, and I'm waiting for this. I forgot how thing I wanted to say, but I want to have everybody in the Jagging family. I love y'all. Keep doing what y'all so doing. We, we love and you Jason, too. We love you too. Let me see. Girl, next time write it down. Okay, go ahead. Hold on, hold on, hold on a second. Hold on. Somebody's calling me. See who is this calling me? I'm in the middle of a show and they're Hello? Who is do we know somebody named Roja? Huh? Who is that? Who is that? You know? Who? I'm gonna hang up. I don't know. <laughs> Who? No. No. Who was that? I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> listen, you guys, I loved hanging out with y'all. I'm about to see y'all over on Beagle, maybe, maybe not. Thank you guys so much for the $20. Um, Andrea, appreciate you. I think that was $40. You sent me $40. Thank you so much. Okay, look, I'm going to do thoughts and prayers. So if you guys want to send me anything, you still can. Um, I will see y'all later. Grissy and Christina. Bye, mm-hmm. Amberlynn with the rest. Bye, Jameer. Bye, Sharon. See you in the morning. And Weedy Pool, you know we love you. Bye. Glad you're doing well. All right, y'all, it's time for Thoughts and Prayers. All right, listen, this week, it actually rained here in Los Angeles. And when's the last time you stood outside in the rain? I mean, I stood there and I felt the drops uh, on my skin. But when was the last time you let them drop on yours? It's something interesting about feeling the warm golden golden sun shower down on you as you remember that no matter how wet you are, you're still alive. That could go many ways. (laughs) The ability to feel is something that uh, we take for granted. And the feeling of annoyance you get when them kids won't stop making all that damn noise in the other room. The feeling you get uh, when you've been ghosted by a guy who knew you wasn't shit to begin with, but then finds you all over his Instagram story while you're pregnant with uh, somebody else's child. The feeling you get when you spend your last on a dinner to get some ass and they leave you with a goodnight kiss on the cheek. It's those feelings of disappointment that remind us uh, that we are still here and able to feel. Take this week to appreciate the fact that you are still living and feeling no matter how deep puddle uh, of the water that you may seem to stand in. You could still wear your rain boots. That is it. That is the show. I am happy to be back. I did it with glasses. This is the last time I'll be wearing glasses during the whole episode of the show. No, I'm not high on heroin. No, I'm not drunk. No, I'm not hungover. I just love the glasses so much, and I have to give them back tonight that I wanted to get one more look. Make sure that you stay connected to us. We're all over social media, so follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Also, go to HollywoodUnlocked.com to register for our daily newsletter. And make sure you're streaming us because as much as we are a live show, we're a podcast. You could download us everywhere. And if you really want to gag and stay connected to me, the boss, you could text me. My number's right here. It's 310-388-6463. You got it. Give it out and share it to the world. Now I'm going to wait for my hummus plate to get delivered from the Abbey where all the gay boys be at. Bye. Thank you.